holding unacceptable uh, views. We are under attack, psychologically, biologically. Welcome to the podcast. It's Thursday, February 13th, 2023. Hey everyone, so Today in the news, must have, a lot of you, most of you, must have seen um, this interview with Elon Musk, much like the Jordan Peterson interview with Kathy Newman, Elon Musk excoriates a BBC reporter for trying to smear him with blatant tactics. Also... NPR is leaving Twitter. Big deal. But they say they're not state media, yet they keep forwarding deep state talking points. Far left, uh, for sure. And also, I'm going to talk a little bit about Alvin Bragg's white powder, what it means and other deep state playbook items. They keep going to the same plays over and over again if they work. So don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment down below, and follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Get Our Minds. So let's get into the uh, headlines. So I just want to start out with The Spectator, uh, Kathy Newman's catastrophic interview with Jordan Peterson. This is back from 2018. So you might not have known uh, if you know who Jordan Peterson is, but he is a, you could call him a conservative intellectual, although he's not that conservative, um, but he is certainly a darling of the right. He talks a lot about preserving individual liberties among other things, he's, he's quite the contemporary philosopher. In any case, he is an enemy of the left. And so any enemy of the left, well, we won't go any further than that. But he was on a Channel 4, a British Channel 4 show with a reporter interviewer, Kathy Newman, who went on to try to smear him and tried to buttress all the accusations against him that he was transphobic and he was misogynistic and all these other things. So this is a great article by Douglas Murray. If you care uh, to read into it, I'll just, like I said, this is back from uh, 2018. Peterson made an appearance on Radio 4's Today program. They gave him a hurried four minutes at the end of the show they could have quizzed him on almost anything and got a point of view different from almost anything they have ever allowed their listeners to hear. Instead, they decided to treat him in an alternatively jocular and hostile manner. First, look at the wacky Canadian from out of town. Then, warning signs, heretic, the Today program wasted the opportunity. So, and then I just want to go into um, what happened with Elon Musk. Uh, this is from the New York Post. 
Elon Musk slams BBC reporter intense interview, you just lied. Twitter CEO, this is the lead from the New York Post, blasted a BBC reporter during Tuesday's hastily arranged interview when the journalist failed to cite specific examples of hate speech flourishing on the social media platform. So obviously the Post reached out to BBC and they said, well, it was hastily arranged and that's why I didn't have evidence because the evidence of a hate speech on Twitter is just so overwhelming. As they discussed looming layoffs and painful and the painful journey, Musk 51 has gone through uh, has gone through following his Twitter accusation last year. BBC reporter James Clayton decided to confront the Tesla founder about allegations he does not have enough staff to police hate speech on Twitter. And then you might have seen the clip. You know, he goes on, what hate speech are you talking about? I mean, you use Twitter... Do you see a rise in hate speech? Just a personal anecdote. I don't. Honestly, I don't don't actually see that feed anymore. And then you probably saw the clip. He just says, oh, I, I don't look at Twitter anymore, so I don't have an example. The fact is, it's like hastily prepared or not, you don't. Coming from journalism, there's one thing. When you interview someone, you're not supposed to be argumentative. You're not supposed to have an agenda. You're trying to get the interviewee your subject to say things. So you can certainly do it in a non-argumentative way and how you do that is you you ask pointed questions. You don't make accusations. You don't say you or your or your company did this unless you have proof. Um, This is just the fall of journalism in general. Business Today also says, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Elon Musk grills BBC reporter during interview. Elon Musk appeared for an interview on Twitter Spaces with BBC journalist James Clayton. Wait, the journalist James Clayton is hosting a show called Twitter Spaces, but he doesn't look at Twitter anymore. I don't understand. The interview was set up on short notice, of course. And Musk was quick to point out that Clayton wasn't prepared for it during an intense interaction about the spread of hate speech on Twitter. Elon Musk grilled the journalist for not being able to quote a single example of the claims. But hate speech, as as many of you know, hate speech is so ill-defined that people don't really know, you know, what the hell it is. You know, you can't just, it's so ambiguous, you can't, you know, what is it? You know, it's a little sexist, is it? Is something that's slightly sexist, is that hate speech? I mean, it's so ill-defined. So you can't really arise in hate speech. You have to define what hate speech, especially in U.S. law. That's what the House should be putting forth bills saying what exactly is hate speech. So moving on, ABC News reports NPR leaves Twitter amid dispute over labeling. Like we covered this before, uh, Twitter labeled NPR state-sponsored media, which it is, it does get a lot of public funding, but it does receive state funding. And, as I mentioned earlier, is that they parrot deep state talking points. So if their talking points were original and not echoed by uh, the White House or government in general, you know, pushing of agendas and so forth, um, that probably could be debatable. CBS News, White House proposes strict new auto emission limits to boost electric electric vehicle sales. 
The Biden administration is proposing strict new automobile automobile pollution limits that would require up to two-thirds of new vehicles to be sold in the U.S. to be electric by 2032, a nearly tenfold increase over the current electric sales. See, the problem with electric vehicles is um, they can turn them off easy. Or if electricity is too expensive, you won't be able to drive. Um, or they can control them. You know, most of these things are hooked up uh, to the internet, whatever. But what they're really going to do is they're going to add the emission standards are going to be so great that gasoline-powered vehicles won't be able to pass. So unless you're a hybrid or whatever, so they're pushing gasoline-powered vehicles into hybrid and then eventually all to electric. And that's just what regulation does. If you want, you could regulate a path forward um, but that's not what the people want. In a republic, it's supposed to be the electorate that decides which way uh, policy goes. Uh, Trump sues Michael Cohen, a key witness in New York criminal case, seeking $500 million. Obviously, this would be a libel case. The lawsuit details statements Cohen made about Trump since he stopped serving as his lawyer in 2018. And that you don't need to know that that's just Trump fighting back. Another threatening letter with white powder mailed to Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg. So if you didn't know, uh, a second letter, a second threatening letter containing white powder was sent to Manhattan District Al uh, Alvin Bragg Wednesday afternoon, a week after uh, he indicted President Trump on dozens of felony counts. The most recent letter was found in the basement mailroom of 80 Center Street, the same address where the Trump grand jury met and was addressed to Bragg to... Sources familiar with the situation said the white powder was later determined to be non-hazardous. Obviously, um, if you don't remember, right after 911, uh, 9/11, September 11th uh, tragedy, um, a lot of uh, anthrax was mailed about to certain people, um, and it was traced back to the deep state. And the fact of the matter is, like January 6th with the pipe bombs that were inert to to for all intents and purpose, this also is a deep state ploy. I doubt very much that Trump supporters are sending white powder to Alvin Bragg. Um, I don't think sending talcum powder to anybody is a crime per se, but obviously the threats are. Anything you put in the mail though is, is subject to surveillance, so just telling people. Uh, and that's why most people know that and wouldn't do that. Um, but the deep state would, and the reason is like the pipe bombs on January 6th, they're trying to elicit a, uh, a criminal response that allows them to do certain things when threats are made. Up the security around Alvin Bragg, which uh, you know nobody has any problems with, but might be able, since he's been threatened, um, might be able to keep him from, uh, keep him, or give him the ability to avoid subpoena and going down to D.C. to testify. Although he's already trying to block subpoenas for the lawyers that left the D.C., uh, uh, excuse me, the Manhattan District Attorney's Office after they kept trying to make this Trump charge stick, they lost two of their prosecutors because they didn't agree with uh, the direction that the office was going and so one of those attorneys has been subpoenaed by Jim Jordan. And so Bragg is trying to block uh, this, block that subpoena with a lawsuit.
So the Wall Street Journal, Donald Trump to be deposed by New York Attorney General Letitia James' office has taken the former president testimony in a civil fraud lawsuit. So here's another case that comes up against Trump um, because he's the leaning candidate for president. And they don't want him uh, to become president again because he's, he, you know, he's going to break all their toys. Really, he's going to... The point is rooting out corruption, and the corruption is tied to um, other countries, other nation-state players like China and Ukraine. And so once you're in the Oval Office, you discover what the hell's going on, and you could easily unravel it as they tried to do with China uh, through new trade negotiations. Uh, Trump did. Um, but Trump really didn't get to the bottom of Ukraine, which is a shame. So Politico is announcing that uh, Tim Scott thinks he can outmaneuver Trump, DeSantis, and Pence with uh, he has made, um, he has announced an exploratory committee. So he hasn't really announced he's running for president, but he has announced he's forming an exploratory committee uh, to run for president. My take on this is that he's angling for a, a cabinet position like most of these uh, Republican uh, runners uh, for president, candidates for president are doing. I think Tim Scott, as I said quite often, is that he has uh, a good chance of being named uh, a vice presidential pick. Uh, also on that list are people like Christy Nome. Um, also, there's some thoughts uh, swirling about um, regarding Tulsi Gabbard, which would be interesting. Also, you know, people's pipe dream is Trump DeSantis. That would shoot uh, DeSantis in for a White House bid in 2028, if he so desires. So the IMF, this is ABC uh, reporting, IMF prolonged high inflation dims outlook for world economy. Um, the IMF downgraded the United States and Britain. And the reason they're saying uh, we're go heading for a recession, we're already in a recession, folks. Um, the reason they're saying all this is... Uh, because of, of what's going on, and they blame, this is, of course, this is ABC, the outlook for the world economy this year is dimmed in the face of chronically high inflation, indeed, rising interest rates and uncertainties resulting from the collapse of two big American banks. Um, no, the reason is that uh, economically things are going bad is because the dollars of world, world currency is being undermined. Also, <laughs> tremendous tremendous spending by the Biden administration, which fails to ease. So just like Democrats always do, uh, they tax and spend, but they spend, now the spending is completely out of control. U.S. inflation eased to 5% in March, CPI increased, cooled to the lowest level in two years. And I said, but the underlying pressures um, keep the door open for the Fed to raise interest rates. 5% is still very, very high and uh, is untenable because your growth should be higher than your inflation. That's just the way a healthy economy works. And CNS News reports uh, deficit tops $1 trillion in first six months of 2023. Uh, yeah, the Democrats just keep spending. Wall Street Journal, the new way to push people back to the office, uh, tying pay to attendance, working fewer than the required in-office days could lead to lower bonuses, law firm says. Um, people don't want to go back to work, period. A lot of people are leaving the workforce. They see the writing on the wall. Everybody knows where we're going. 
if you're not going to be replaced by AI in the coming years, um, there's not going to be a lot of job left. Um, and people are trying to do what they want to do with their lives now because the future between now and, and the beginning of the new world order in 2030 looks pretty dim. It looks like we might be heading into uh, tribulatory times. And so that's why people are gearing up for that with good reason. Uh, we're looking World War III and nuclear war in the face as we are economic depression and uh, the U.S. and really freedom and liberty around the world being supplanted by totalitarian communist China. The Daily Mail uh, reports chat GPT does 80% of my job. Meet the workers using AI bots to take on multiple full-time jobs and their employees have no employers have no idea. I'm sure it's going to, this is just painting it as, oh, if you use a, a, a chat bot, um, you can be more productive. No, the chat bot is going to replace you, bro. <laughs> I mean, that's just, that's the reality of the situation. Also fairly economic, but uh, indicative of democratically run areas. The Washington Post reports Walmart closes half of its Chicago stores, signaling urban troubles. Well, what happens, you can't turn a profit if uh, criminals are allowed or shoplifters are allowed to go into your stores and take whatever they want and not be prosecuted under, you know, if their uh, larceny is under whatever, like in California, I think it's 900 bucks. So that's what's gonna, or in New York, I think that's what it is. So if you have those types of laws, it's broken windows. So if you don't police Small crime, you're going to get more small crime, and then indeed you will get larger crime because it, 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 it emboldens criminals. So this is from the Military Times. Lawmakers demand answers after priests booted from Walter Reed campus during Easter. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. You know, Catholics are terrorists now, like all Christians. I mean, do you see the way the Overton window is, is moved in your perception, not your perception per se, uh, but the general public's perception is if you keep calling somebody bad, they're just gonna accept, you know, the mischaracterization that those people are bad. It's called demonization. And so it doesn't matter if they look into the facts or they believe the people are bad, they're just saying, well, everybody says so, so. You know, which is the worst excuse for, you know, it's always for rubes and 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 other other real stupid people that they take things at face value of what people say instead of looking into it and see if people are right. I mean, if you take something at face value from somebody, you might have looked into what they've said in the past and go, well, what these people say is usually correct, so I might trust them this time. I don't think that's a good practice but you should always double check or double source any material. So Louisville bank shooter's mom warned, warned cops of Connor Sturgeon's plans to during panic 911 call. So the day of the attack, his mom called um, the police because his roommate had called the mom and said the guy had left um, his apartment with a gun and he was gonna attack the bank. Well, why didn't the roommate call police? I just don't understand this. And who is this roommate? 
What was the guy working? Is a was his roommate a naval psychologist or psychiatrist? You know, was maybe the roommate was involved. I mean, we don't know. Somebody, somebody convinced this guy was going to get fired, and it, and his best response would be to go and shoot up the bank. And also, apparently, the guy had mental illness. According to Tucker Carlson last night, the guy had mental illness. And we don't know what kind of drugs he was on. Like I said yesterday, if somebody's on the internet and they're taking drugs that make them susceptible to influence, they could easily be trained to go and do something horrible. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I'm never gonna get over this mass shooting thing. I don't believe, like I said, it never started till the internet was up and running. And you put the internet, communicating with people you don't know over the internet um, with a psychoactive uh, medication um, that have been approved by naval psychiatrists. Um, you're gonna get, you're gonna, as Dianne Feinstein said, there are gonna be more incidents. And you'll see before 2024, you're gonna see a ramping up because they wanna get this gun thing, the gun uh, prohibition done before Biden leaves office. So you're gonna see a ramp up of these, um, of these wind up toys. Uh, they're gonna release them. It's gonna be every month and then it's gonna be every other week and then it's gonna be every week. And people go, we have to do something. So um, people are being misled. And, and that's just, and, and what they do is they, it's, it's, it's unbridled chaos. You have chaotic events, one after the other. And, um, you know, it makes people's heads spin. They can't concentrate. Like already we have this Louisville shooter and we haven't even had the manifesto from the Nashville shooter. Why? It's just, as soon as people start digging into this stuff, all of a sudden something happens. Stop. You know, <laughs> stop following the shiny toy or, or, or the new the new thing. That's the problem with the internet and social media in general. It's a Pavlov's dog scenario. It's just dings and alerts and, and putting stuff in your face that you immediately become a goldfish and don't have an attention span and, and move on to the next thing. They know how the news cycle works and then they use it to abuse you intellectually. All right, so for me, Rudy's Revelation, don't forget to like, subscribe, leave a comment down below, follow me on social media, and I'll see you tomorrow. You can't handle the truth.